Hey everyone, I'm Laura Molitor, your host of this weekly Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm also a Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this program and share if you like what you hear. Today I want to talk about prayer. Of course, it's a big topic and it's really personal for all of us. I don't have any intention to give some definitive definition or instructions on exactly how to pray on this podcast. I just want to share some ideas that have been showing up for me and to encourage you to explore your own practice of prayer, meditation, silent connection, and reflection. Now, I find that prayer is vital to me, but I also find that I don't do it nearly enough, nor do I do it the same way all the time. And I think that's an important thing to remember. Our prayers are about communing with God, and since he's both infinite and all-powerful, it seems that our relating to him would be more about his meeting our need in the right way than about our sticking to some script. God's presence with us in each moment is unchanging, but the way in which he comes to us is specific. It's right. It's individual. So each prayer whether we're even saying the same words or not, which is certainly a common practice of prayer, even that is going to be governed by the need of the moment and God's activity with us and for us in that moment. I think what hangs us up a lot is, what do I say? How do I say it? How do I get through to God? How do I get what I want? Oh, there's an awful lot of I in that, a lot of me. And right there, we may be getting ourselves a little off track. We can get better answers, I think, when we get off the me train and into the God zone. I think the most insightful answers and healing goodness I've gained have come when I've let God lead the moments. Sometimes the words we say can put us in a place where our thought is more focused on God, but I think we may get more of an understanding of how powerful prayer can be when it, it's more about the words God says to us, the feelings he imparts, her love with us, than it is about how perfect our words are or that we get too stuck in those words. It's more about receptivity, readiness. I'm sure you've all had time when you felt a connection to something divine and the uplift that comes from it Maybe when in a moment of silence, reflecting on maybe nothing or or taking in nature or just pausing to breathe, there can be some influx to our souls that just feels fantastic and also comforting. Well, that's God making himself known to us because that's what love does and because we were ready. We didn't allow our words to orchestrate the program, but instead allowed God to write, to paint, to sing the healing glory to us in his way. And that felt more profound. What prayer takes, I think, is an openness about what, what it is and a willingness to practice it. Receptivity, like I said. There's a discipline, though, to it because it's easy to say that it's an escape from doing something. And so it isn't active and we should be doing things to improve the situation maybe that we would think about praying about. But prayer is active. And it's more powerful than we think, not only to give us peace and legitimate healing, but it also opens up our thought to the right human steps to take, the right steps to take, as opposed to those fretful or forced actions that really don't do anyone any good. 
The thing about God is he's always present. He's always right. He's always loving. And he's always speaking to us. If we listen, God is there to be felt, heard, and understood. Now, I see God as qualities, not a mighty man in the sky. So to pray to him as creator, as love itself, as the perpetual truth of being, and as life, in fact, as the life that is ours to experience, we access those very qualities by our awareness of them, our acknowledgement of them. And our praise of their source is not from us, but certainly for us. There are certainly a lot of challenges out there these days to the idea of prayer versus real action. Thoughts and prayers may seem like a way of acknowledging suffering maybe, but refusing to take human action or or blinding ourselves to really doing anything. And I agree, an obligatory prayer that makes the prayer feel better about himself is not true prayer. But heartfelt prayers that align us with those qualities of God that are powerful to make change, to help, to give us direction, are doing a lot. Prayer has certainly led me to be at the right place at the right time to help someone in need or to gain strength I didn't have five minutes before or to see some solution to a problem that seemed impossible to solve. When we get out of limited self and into God, into a sense of the limitless possibilities and the precision of God's answers, right things emerge that truly can bring healing to others and to ourselves as well. The connection of thought with true commitment and love to a higher power, to love, to the very source of good reverberates beyond the self and touches the world near and far. It unites us. Been getting some lovely insights from different religious practices that I've been exploring, ones that I don't practice myself. And I've shared some things in previous podcasts. I've learned a bit about the Muslim prayers and was inspired by their discipline and the way this discipline of prayer many times a day brings light to the rest of their day. It helps them more clearly recognize what's good and right and what is deceiving or egotistical in their behavior and thoughts during their days. I liked hearing how the different postures are ways of making sure that mind, body, and spirit are ready to listen, uh, to stand in God's presence, or perhaps to humble oneself to him completely. Maybe your prayers or meditations are like that. The body and the mind need to find some space where they feel aligned to hear truth. Or maybe the words of a prayer or some ideas that are inspiring to you are what set you up to receive. There's no set thing. God's infinite, as I said, and so are the ways in which we relate to him and how he communicates with us moment by moment. I've been enjoying some of the writings of Henry Nguyen, a spiritual writer and Catholic priest. Uh, I've appreciated his insights and his humility. I really like what he says about what we are doing or should be doing when we say we're going to pray for another or maybe for a situation in the world. This is a quote. When we say to people, I will pray for you, we make a very important commitment The sad thing is that this remark often remains nothing but a well-meant expression of concern. But when we learn to descend with our mind into our heart, 
then all of those who have become part of our lives are led into the healing presence of God and are touched by God in the center of our being. We are speaking here about a mystery for which words are inadequate. It is the mystery that the heart, which is the center of our being, is transformed into God's own heart, a heart large enough to embrace the entire universe. Through prayer, we can carry in our heart all human pain and sorrow, all conflicts and agonies, all torture and war, all hunger, loneliness and misery, not because of some great psychological or emotional capacity, but because God's heart has become one with ours. End of quote. I thought that's thought-provoking. I'm still reflecting on it, but I think there's really something to that. And even if we're not sure, doesn't it sound like a wonderful invitation to just take a moment and step into that space where we might help others and feel the touch of grace ourselves? Let me know what you think. It's a broad topic. I'm happy to hear your thoughts or questions about it. But that's all we have time for today. Write to me at lauramolitor at gmail.com with comments or questions or set up a session with me if you're looking for more focus on your spiritual journey. Have a great weekend and we'll see you next week.